Hi everyone and welcome to episode 29 of Did You Watch The Race? This week we'll be reviewing the Mexican Grand Prix where Ricardo was on song as Perez hit a bum note where the bum note was Charles Leclerc. I'm Jason and I've been watching F1 for the last 15 years or so. I'm Colin and I've been watching F1 for four years. I'm producer and social media manager Gemma and I've been watching F1 for four years. So, did you watch the race? I would like to say that even though last week I complained about people mocking me for not watching the race, I didn't watch the race this week. I uh, watched the highlights. Um, but I swear, I'm very busy. I'll get back on it. I did watch the race. So, well, I, I in fairness, I watched three quarters of it and listened to the other quarter because I had to leave for work. I was going to say, in fairness column, I didn't watch the race either. So you're in good company this week. Great start, lads. I... <laughs> Most of what I missed was the red flag. I watched the extended least. highlights. So. There was a red flag? Yeah. God, Gemma. Didn't you watch any highlights? <laughs> no. I watched the extended like, highlights, so they're 30 minutes long. So I got a good majority of it. I didn't even watch the the, the condensed highlights. I watched what? the stuff. <laughs> I watched no, the stars. Gemma, I can tell you about the race stars. Instagram memes and was like, I think I've got the gist of this. The worst thing is, is that I had the entire bank holiday Monday to do this, and I just did not. I'm so sorry. So, this week's episode is called <laughs> "We Didn't Watch the Race." Yeah. <laughs> but was it interesting uh, enough I, to watch? It was. It seemed yeah, interesting. That was a decent race. But again, I watched the highlights. It was similar to. It was similar to Austin, but maybe a little bit more happening, I would say. I laughed that after giving out stink about sprints last week, we effectively ended up with yeah. a sprint again this week with the red flag. Yeah, especially to go. when that happened and I was like, so, oh, because immediately when I saw Perez take out Leclerc, I was like, well, there's Leclerc gone. And then obviously when you get to that point in the, the race with the red flag, you're actually, Leclerc is completely grand, doesn't affect his race at all. Yeah, he just had a small bit of damage, yeah. but seemed to be oh, carrying it pretty well. One thing before so we start, we well, start before we start, because this isn't related to the race. Did you notice that whenever Charles went off uh, into the grass, that the signage was digital, and when he goes underneath it, he disappears for a minute? I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was just like a glitch or something. That's so weird. It's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, they do digital signage I've noticed I've noticed the digital signage before but I've never actually seen it like anyone interact with it and to see him go underneath it I didn't think that would happen for some reason I just thought he'd be going over it it just seems a lot more yeah fun. usually it's usually it's placed on like the inside of a turn yeah, so they're yeah. less likely to go over it that's interesting but then the, who went over after it I think Magnussen had an incident maybe when he went off track later in the race and when he went over it it wasn't digital anymore. It was whatever advertising was actually on track. Perez in the Red Bull. Yes, because I can contribute to that. And it'll be quick and painful. <laughs> Jesus. I think that analogy Christ. worked as an elephant in the room. What? Uh, it was quick and also painful. I. That was a weekend. I think. Sorry, go on ahead. First of all, getting out qualified by the person touted to be replacing you, and then yeah. crashing into turn one. The and qualifying. I think there's no defense, but I think for the turn one, 
Um, like when he was coming on the outside, he was like very open. I think it was fair enough that he was going to try and take that opportunity. And then when he was turning in, I think from even from the the cam view from above the cockpit looked like he was clear of Leclerc there. And I'd imagine in the cockpit it probably looked like he was even more clear. And he didn't know that Max was on the inside. He probably should have thought about it, but I can see why he turned in and it was just unfortunate. I, I don't think I don't think he was paying attention to where any other car was at that point. I think he could see clear road in front of him yeah. and was yeah. like, Oh shit, here's my chance and, he's like, and just went home for it. home race. Like I, I don't yeah. do really well. Oh look. Yeah, I think when you look at all the factors just an incident oh, but yeah, like the stupid, worst stupid possible on turn one at your home race and like all obviously the tension has been under a ton of pressure yeah and like the it's been the tension's been ramping up around Red Bull in general especially from like the Mexican fans like rightly or not have rightly have Leclerc and Hamilton been disqualified yet? <laughs> no it'll uh, happen it'll happen I think though part of this as well I mentioned it I think it was around Hungary and Spa that Perez is going to run out of road soon he was doing a lot of those moves and I think drivers mm-hmm. basically just gotten sick of it because Leclerc didn't oh, pull out of that because I, th- I think drivers have gotten a bit wiser as well that Leclerc seeing where Perez was knew he was in less danger yeah. than Perez for yeah. a race ending collision basically you know there's still he's still taking that risk but as in if he pulls out he's running the risk of science or somebody else ramming up his arse or locking up and going straight into Paris anyway. So I think Leclerc did the right thing oh, by kind of keeping yeah. the course and just going. To and he had nowhere else to go anyway either. Yeah. And oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we're after seeing a slew of these incidents out of Perez from in Singapore, in Suzuka, and now here again of almost all identical him barging into people. I think he was getting away with it for a little while because the car was so fast and people were going to give him a bit of leeway and now just I think everyone's gotten sick of him and isn't giving him an inch and that's exposing a lack of skill maybe and a lack of a lack of keeping the head in these kind of situations yeah, he's losing patience yeah and it's all factored yeah it's all factored in constantly he's rolling with low decks and he has disadvantage into every kind of battle he seems to be going into like yeah i i haven't seen him race wheel to wheel with anyone in the last few races that yeah. haven't ended up in tears for somebody which is unfortunate but i mean it's probably it's probably his time to go or i don't know maybe at a <sighs> yeah. red bull look i uh uh if he i think if he leaves red bull he's gone because he's contracts there for next season, so if he was to go to a different team, he would lose right. his payout. The majority of contracts are are written that way, so I can't see him going anywhere else, and I can't see Red Bull taking the risk of having him for another season when when there's very yeah. little material benefit. Like I don't know what kind of money he's on, but like the money he's cost the team in I, damages, like. And just in yeah. brand damage. Like, even when you think of after every race, the discussion is split for Red Bull between, oh, Max is great, mm-hmm. and oh, Perez is yeah. shit. And that's <laughs> been the narrative the entire season. It's just gotten progressively worse and worse. And, like, it's almost like Perez embodied that. Though I don't want to say, maybe it's unfair to say that he embodied that kind of, that perception, like, in a kind of overwhelmed him and be, he became the cautionary tale. But, like, 
he definitely hasn't helped himself over especially like the second half of the season yeah I I don't know like I don't think it's decided officially yet if he'll be there next season or not I think either is realistic and likely is there crack with helmet Marco during the week the Mexican fans or am I making that up completely no no, that was last week I'm pretty sure oh okay I assume okay never mind this week, yeah. okay it's been quiet this week in New Zealand bodyguards for the week so I assume yes Marco was given the equivalent or more or told just not to go places or <laughs> to keep his fucking mouth shut that would be the best advice speaking of did you see the reports of uh, Checo fans I saw the fight Harry fans after the race Yes, I saw the footage. Yeah, so <laughs> I suppose Mexico is probably looking at it as well, being like, "Oh, if Checo goes, we lose a race." Like you seen Crofty talking about people leaving after che- like kind of around the red flag when Checo was obviously out for a while at this point. So yeah, I don't know what would be happening there if Checo wasn't around for a race. <clears throat> I. What is was it a case of the the Perez fans or like the Red Bull fans attacking the Ferrari fans unprovoked? Like because I saw bits of the video, I didn't see the full thing. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that in like precise saying what happened, but I think <clears throat> given the scenario, and I know uh, F one made a statement kind of pretty quick afterwards to say that the fans have been removed and banned for life. So okay. I feel like they were ready to do that when. They were like, as if they had been kind of this. This wasn't a out of the blue scenario to happen for them to have that statement so ready to go, being like, "Oh, these people are banned for life." Mm-hmm. You don't really just do that, like on a whim. Even in soccer and stuff, when it's yeah awful events, it's a few days after when the people get banned for life. So yeah, I think they were prepared for something like this to happen, and it's sad that it did, but. And look, it, it's not a yeah. it's not a problem with the Mexican Grand Prix. It's not a problem with Checo fans. Same happened in Austria. Same has happened in Europe. It's not yeah. you know the, it, it's absolutely not an isolated incident. But it's creeping into the sport. Yeah, it's so just a group of dickheads. So many fans that are diehards for certain drivers. It's just going to happen. I feel like previously. Yeah, yeah exactly. Statistically, there are going to be a few exactly, people yeah, who yeah. are like prone to violence in the crowd. And it's that that's where FYI have done a good thing here with addressing it very quick and getting rid of the people because sending out an image straight away that this won't be tolerated in the sport because it will grow and it will get worse. Yeah. If, if it continues. Yeah. But I suppose Absolutely. that's enough on Perez. Max, stellar weekend again as usual. Max now has ten great start. Ten wins from Leclerc yeah, Poles. He's more wins from Leclerc Poles than he has of himself. <laughs> Leclerc has what the fuck? Leclerc has four wins from twenty two poles. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Sad Ferrari oh, noises. Um, yeah. Look, uh, look, I think the Ferrari car this year it just it it's not a race car. It's quality it's, car. It's great over one lap. Yeah, we've seen, and it, I think they're setting it up that way in the hopes that they can hold on to something in the race or something might happen in the race, which I think is fair enough if they don't have a. Uh, a car quick enough for the race why not 
you know make a bit of noise in qualifying and see what you can do from there so yeah I think I they're they're doing the right thing but yeah Max great weekend great move into turn one and then control the race in there never really looked there was a good strategy from the point. Red Bull team again spotting that gap between Hulkenberg and Albon I think it was um, but there was I can't remember who he is in, yeah in there was about 10 seconds anyway. gap there that they, they pitted Max and got him out into clean air he was able to pick a stellar lap and then never look back he was done yeah it was and that that's what Red Bull have been so good at and what Mercedes and to a lesser degree or to a similar degree I suppose Ferrari are they're great under changing race conditions that gap opened up and they were like right here's a pit stop it wasn't oh well we think we want to do 20 laps in this tyre it's like here's a gap let's yeah. change tyres now and go you know it's reacting to a scenario on track decisively as well and just saying right but also in, knowing that the tyre dike isn't that bad so, for the hard tyre to last for the rest of the race like I know obviously we had the red flag yeah. and people changed tyres again but they didn't know at the time so yeah now obviously they have a car that is building advantages to give them that gap like none of the other drivers had that gap to slot into so you know that is fair but it it, it does happen week in week out that they pit at the best time it's yeah but i'm interested to see if if we get a closer season next year or in the next few years is it going to be similar to say everyone's looking at mercedes now being like oh maybe they weren't all that good all the times they were dominant they just had a fast car are we going to see the same with red bull do you know how much of it is just mm. down to having a car that can paper over any you know strategic oh it's definitely part or... of it i was literally just thinking that as we were talking there i was like because you were like oh they pit at the best time I was like yeah. is it the best time or is it just an opportune time that ends up working out because the car can also massage over any wrinkles that happen yeah no exactly and that's that's what i'm saying i hope like i wonder if we'll see the same when red bull don't have that level of dominance in their car will they but still they don't, be as good they in don't the strategic department in the car. they have that dominance in max's car and then you have paris <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really didn't know where you were going with that it's like actually red bull are shit so you've heard it here first um do you we want to move on to um, Ricardo. Speaking of Red Bull drivers, yeah. he had a great qualifying. Was P three, P four, P four, and then ran quite pretty decent race. Actually, an okay yeah. race. I think he ran yeah really good race. He was unfortunate with the red flag timing. I think he had pitted a few laps beforehand and then it's kind of lost a bit of ground to mm-hmm. like the fortunate runners. Like I think Albon, Nar- no, not Norris, but a few other drivers obviously had picked up places during that red flag. So I think on on paper, it doesn't look great as in it's like, oh, he started P4 and in P7, he was only all right. I think, I think even race that really in good. an AlphaTauri, that is still a good result. Like... Uh, Oh yeah, regardless yeah, of where you're qualifying, <laughs> the fact that all the cars, their race paces are better. Looking at the Ferraris, the McLarens, um, Red Bulls, obviously, um, Mercedes. Like to finish in seventh is still a really good outcome. I was kind of disappointed towards the end as well. Whenever they swapped towards Max winning another record, and it just cut away from <laughs> yeah. Danny chasing Russell down. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Now we're just watching Max on a little uh, yeah. 
fender bender. Yeah. It's like, obviously you have to show the winning driver crossing the line, but yeah, it was sad to... You could even do, like, I I wish at some point they'd bring in, like, split screens, because you know they have the little box sometimes, but I wish, you know, because, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we have to show this, because, like, it's the main part of the race, I guess, but Mm. there's something else exciting happening, you can choose what you want to watch. I know they have the the sky glass customer, but... Yeah. yeah, I suppose that's... (laughs) Yeah. For those of us who don't have loads of money. Yeah. yeah, I think when you like when you quantify Ricardo's race or like that, he got beaten by Max, two Mercs, two Ferraris, and Lando. And he was very close to very close to getting uh, very close to getting George Super at the close. end as well with the tire diff. Yeah. Considering he was P seventeen, i.e. last last week, it's definitely an improvement. Yeah. Uh, well I suppose no damage in the car would have helped with that <laughs> but, uh, yeah no true true but I mean yeah, like he yeah. wasn't like pulling them out of the bag before that yeah. so no it it was uh, what you call it you could hang your coat on that performance and yeah. say you've had a decent season wait actually kind of did Ricardo yeah. even have a race before that because I remember he was coming back and then he hurt his hand was it did he have one race and then broke his hand or did he break his hand right as he was about to come back he had two he had Hungary one Hungary and did he was Zandvoort first or Spa? It was Spa. Thank you. Hungary and Spa. And then he broke yeah. his. That was first points for the season then. So this would be his fourth race. <clears throat> yeah. Which is great. Good for you, he's, Danny Rick. Sonoda then. He's two off Sonoda. Sorry. That's, no, that's what I was going to say. Fuck off. Is he yeah. actually already? And Sonoda obviously had a bit of a, a shit time as well, so he bumped with Piastri, was yeah. it? And then he he kind of fell down the ranks, um, which is unfortunate. But yeah, um, I th- yeah, just a sloppy performance. Yeah, I think that was. No, I think it was a good performance. I think that was just a sloppy move. Like, yeah, I, I don't think that's similar. Say that obviously defined it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think that's similar to Perez. I don't think that was a desperation move or his teammates doing better than a move. I think it was just a bad move <laughs> yeah it's so McLaren Lando with a fantastic recovery drive in yeah. the last 30 Very laps impressive. given where what after the, after the red yeah. flag restart he dropped from 10th down to 14th or 15th or so and then climbed all the way back up to 5th it's just the tyres just didn't seem to go away from him at all I think he drove really well in that stint really good overtakes as well and yeah just really solid just, just seemed to cruise by um, yeah also I think uh, good team player from Piastri I know he was given the option and he, he yep. did he have a, an oversteer issue or sorry one one corner or did he did he he did he went off well he had obviously the, the little clip with Yuki and then I think he had one other issue somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, but then he was very quick to let Lando through then. And there was no drama about it either. It was just, yep, yeah, fair enough. Go on ahead there, you're faster. Yeah, yeah they definitely worked well together, yeah. which is what you like to see. Yeah, I, that, that's a good sense of realism as well, where he's looking at Lando charging up and he's like, this is just going to hold the two of us up. You know, it's... Yeah, it's best for me to just let you go, like... And then I'll get a bit of DRS, maybe. It'll help me yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And then that obviously allowed Norris to chase down Russell. Um, exactly, yeah. So it was better for the team. A nice battle. Mm. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was a meh weekend from Lando up until that point, really. But but his, yeah. probably his first I remember this season. I think he's probably been one of the best drivers over the course of this year, just in terms of consistency, since that car has been decent. It feels like he's been getting yeah, points pretty much every race. Yeah. It's mad to think at the start of the season that they were so, so yeah. shit. You look like they're still only catching up kind of in the constructors. Oh, they're very close now. They're real close now. shows, yeah. Mm. Um, I also yeah. think him and Piastri are probably one of the best driver pairings on the, on the grid at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. In ter- definitely in terms of how well they work together. I think they both understand their roles quite well and are very fast, but it's still very young. Like this, So if McLaren can get that car around them for next season then it will get interesting if we're fighting for a bit more than you know I, I, this year is a bit of a write-off in terms of the driver's championship for both of them anyway so if that car is yet yeah, a bit more competitive from the get-go we might yeah, that'd be, be seeing very a interesting, different yeah. relationship I between wonder, the two uh, how many more years is Lando signed with McLaren it's a good chunk isn't it I want to say 20 24 I was going to say 2024. No, that's I think not it's right. 25 or... Is it 2020? 26. Yeah, 25. It was four years. It was a four-year extension, wasn't mm. it, when it was signed? And and I think um, that was last year, so maybe it's 2026. Oscar is signed for multiple years as well, or is he on a one-year contract as a rookie? Oscar is two two-year extensions. But that's recently, is it, or was that... Yeah, 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 after this year, so yeah. two more okay, years. Yeah, so he's got a pretty this. good, like, solid... Um, driver pair for the next two three years at least so oh, yeah exactly, if they get yeah. building the car yeah. in that'll be fantastic Ferrari had a decent weekend they obviously signs and, and Leclerc had a relatively good start and despite a couple of hiccups so they good. finished uh, well as we've discussed you know doesn't mean shit when you have Max Verstappen up your hole but um, they had a good race I think both of them um, there was no Ferrari no blunders sure, as far as I'm aware pairs at the start between him and Max I was going to say Red Bull Sandwich what? yeah Everyone apparently he got booed. booed I just read that that Leclerc got booed yeah. apart from Hamilton because he was supporting Perez in the weekly he, he was playing mind games well before the yeah right Mexico's <laughs> coming up here better say some good words about Perez um, yeah but yeah Leclerc I think Leclerc had a really good race after that incident he managed to get back pretty well um he was I think he was left on the medium yeah. tires for a bit long in fairness I remember because at one point uh, uh, Lewis pitted to undercut signs and then they were worried about him undercutting Leclerc as well and I remember when they got they finally got Leclerc out of the pits and it was like oh Hamlin's coming around the corner and it was like he was initially trying to undercut Carlos what happened that he got so close to, to Leclerc like did they just leave it really long yeah, that mm. red flag really saved Leclerc and to a degree yeah. Sainz's race. Sainz was six seconds off Hamilton after the after the pits. So yeah, the Ferrari flag really saved Ferrari's race, I suppose. <laughs> Just to touch on qualifying as well. I yeah. read into it a bit that they had allegedly been kind of nowhere during the session, but just the temperatures dropped and the car just basically went in a perfect window for performance was 
the reasoning for the one two. If anyone was wondering, don't veer any credit to Ferrari themselves. It was all the weather. Yeah, it is the weather. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I guess we've kind of danced around the red flag. We want to touch on Haas for a bit. Oh yeah, very small amount. Haas were yeah. poor again, and yeah. rear left suspension failure on Magnussen. And yeah, he looked fairly shook after that hit. It um, was a big hit. Yeah, it looked massive. Did you also see the, the debris that kind of came off the car, bumped him on the head um, when he climbed out of the car and he had to sit on the, what's that barrier called? The uh, Tech Pro. Yeah, when he had to get out and sit in the Tech Pro barriers, he didn't look in good shapes. I know obviously he had to make his way out of the car as much because the, the back brakes were on fire. Hmm. Them kind of incidents, like, even if you think about it, in a car driving or whatever yourself if you're going to crash because of your own fault you kind of have time to try and mitigate it react. or react yeah, yeah or whatever or even if somebody hits into you you'll have seen them kind of coming from somewhere you know whereas a completely spontaneous failure like that just yeah it's the initial shock of oh shit and then you don't so by the time you're kind of understanding what's happening you're already in the wall so yeah i would say that doesn't help also, yeah, you don't get time. Like, I apparently you're supposed to not brace for impacts. I got there, but I'd say you no time to even fucking. No, think about it, it. yeah, it would help for the. Like that's why they've they've always said that like if a driver gets knocked, or like if somebody's knocked unconscious during before they hit something in a crash, they tend to be way better because their body is completely limp. But I just mean yeah. in terms of like m- mental shock. Yes. Of an instant. Yeah. I think it's funny as well. You ever hear that phrase about this is unrelated to the race, by the way? Which whenever babies fall out of cars and stuff, it's like apparently they're completely fine because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. At all. <laughs> it's mad. Mm. They're just limp blobs. I think, though, that's Hass's biggest contribution to a race in a while. <laughs> in mm. quite a while, yeah. Hulkenberg did finish with points, did he? He was fighting for points. So I don't know if he finished in the points. He did not. He yeah, came people. Right. Sure he talked through Mercedes. I think they're the last one. Yeah. And well, sorry, they're the last yeah. one that matters because Alfa Romeo, shit. Uh, Aston Martin, shit. And Williams. Oh, Albon got points. I'll yeah. talk about them. But I'll, we'll talk about Mercedes and then I'm going to go. I think Hamilton had another really good weekend. Obviously, the car wasn't quite there in qualifying or kind of other cars were much more competitive than the last few weeks oh but it seems like they're also setting up for the races now though i think they're getting yeah. their kind of shit in order and they're getting ready for races as opposed to trying to get qualifying they realize they're probably not going to get pole that's fine but they can make up for it in the race afterwards yeah and yeah i agree column a couple of good strategy decisions as well i didn't love their uh what's the term like pulling out into the pits to try and entice ferrari into a pit stop i i really Oh, like a, yeah, a that's fake. fake. The dummy. Thank you. Because what was the benefit of that? If if Ferrari had pitted, then they couldn't undercut them. You know, yeah, it was I like, don't know. Because oh. the undercut mm. worked really well as well. Yeah. It was like baiting a boxer and hitting you and then not having anything to follow up with. Like, it, it just seemed... Yeah. Now, maybe... Empty, maybe they, empty threats. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe they'd seen something that they wanted to extend another lap or two or something, but... But overall, yeah, strategy-wise, they were good. I liked that they took a bit of a a roll of dice on the mediums after the restart as well, because just to have something different. If they oh, were, I didn't even notice that. If they were on hards, they probably wouldn't have got Leclerc. And 
in fairness to Hamilton, the, the mediums really didn't drop off for both Hamilton and Norris, say, over the, the over that last kind of stint. So was well able to say, I think he was seven, eight seconds ahead of Leclerc by the end anyway, so was very comfortable in second place. Now, well behind Max, but mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, good weekend out of out of Hamilton. Yeah, fair play to him. I think Russell was fairly quiet in the highlights anyway. I didn't see much of him other than the the, the interactions between him and yeah. Ricardo at the end. Yeah, Russell's just been kind of trundling, trundling, Martin trundling along this season, I find. Um, (laughs) It's not, like, he's not been doing a huge pile wrong, you know, but... I think he's been really consistent in, God, I was about to say in defence of George Russell, which is something I didn't think could come out of my mouth, but... He's somebody I really don't get the overall, like, and I don't particularly like him, but I don't get the overall kind of dislike when you consider he's not overly silver spoon like no I think it was the particularly the incident when ever Bottas was him and Bottas got into an incident and he went over and I was like I'd oh, slapped him on the head yeah. him. and he slapped him on the head and it was like and then he didn't even back down he was like oh it's all his fault and I was like it's clearly not his fault at yeah. all and then I think just after that it was kind of like yeah I swear, no, were coming the, out yeah I don't actively dislike him I just he gives me the ick fair that's it the, the, there's, there's no there's no reason they behind sound it like contradictory statements <laughs> the ick isn't as aggressive i think it's i like it like, but he particularly oh. disgusts me yeah oh no i'm not a huge fan of him i just don't i just feel like sorry no i was quoting yeah. Gemma. oh sorry. <laughs> glad this is all being yeah. recorded yeah he's just had like he's 18 points behind lando in the standings I know we've talked about how the standings don't really matter when you're not at the top, but yeah, he's just had a meh season. No, I think he's had some good races. I think it's lately in the past four or five races he's been kind of falling into the background a bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like he'd be still picking up plenty of points. So there was definitely some races where he'd outperformed Lewis, and I remember thinking like this is a this is a good sign for him. Mm. Like he's coming up, he's really taking charge of the team and stuff so the, I don't think he's had a particularly bad season or a meh season I think he's just lately he's yeah. been falling in it's been a rude mm-hmm. awakening after last year obviously beating Lewis over the season uh, this year it's been a bit of a different beast he's been against he's been more against the seven time world champion this year than he was last year I would say oh 100% yeah, yeah. which makes things interesting oh, I think yeah. but yeah good weekend from Mercedes overall and then Williams I suppose are the last team worth talking about Albon picking up points again mm-hmm. so yeah he's doing Good some job yeah very impressive seems really happy there team seem really happy with him he and he, he's had to do a bit of everything like it's it's not been a usual Williams season in terms of he's not just clinging on with a random strategy or depending on red flags whatever to get points he's just been driving really consistently really consistent race pace and I think we need I think yeah. he needs to be reminded what car he's in, so I think he's just doesn't <laughs> he's not lining up in the right places. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. Then we had obviously double DNF from Aston Martin, and then a double nobody cares from Alfa Romeo. Again, I I wish we could talk more about them. A double no one cares because I feel bad. As in we, we yeah, were meant to talk same. about the whole grid, but realistically, there's just there's not much to talk about. I think for particularly yeah. for Alfa Romeo and. Uh, Aston Martin we do have something to talk about it was just that incident between Bottas and Stroll that took Stroll out of it yeah like Bottas got a five 
place penalty for the next race or was it a five second penalty sorry yeah you got a penalty for it oh, I didn't no. think that was much of his fault really to be honest like from it just looked like Lance turned into him and then he lost control of the car and yeah but yeah I don't know yes yeah to my naive eye it was I'm the only Marshall. the only real things the stewards had to do this weekend as well there wasn't a huge pile of drama that didn't take care of itself obviously as in Perez or Magnuson did um, did Sargent get a 10 grid a 10 place uh, place grid penalty yeah for and, uh, holding up for? Yuki I for think. what I, uh, I could be wrong on that he, he held somebody up in qualifying but if he's holding up Yuki that was purely just for him to talk into the microphone surely ha 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 but We're going to move on to rating the race. Unfortunately, we forgot to do it last week, so we're going to rate Austin as well this weekend as well. Yeah, I think I'd put the two of these races pretty much together with maybe Mexico on top. I think Mexico's a bit better. Yeah, Austin was a bit boring. Yeah. As we discussed. In terms... Where would you slot it in? Probably... Maybe ahead of Hungary. So like 12th, 13th. I think of all the races that I had to miss these two, I'm happy enough then they're replacing them <laughs> yeah. in this area. Like yeah. the they were good watches, but yeah. just yeah. not. The highlights not. looked fun. I feel like I'm obviously just catching the highs, so it looked like good races. But if you're rating them here, I'm like, okay, I don't feel as bad anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were better yeah. than Hungary, but worse than Canada. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So we have coming on top is... F. <laughs> So we have coming out on top of the two is Mexico, Mexico and then it's Austin. So our top five is therefore unchanged as Mexico and Austin come in at P12 and P13. But to remind you on our top 10, we have Singapore, Austria, Spain, Japan, and then Zandvoort coming in in fifth. Yes. So nice. let's hope there's a, another race to slot into that top five. Even though we're running out of yeah, them. Yeah, we have three races left, obviously, Brazil this weekend. So that should be God, I can't wait to see who wins the championship. I can't wait for this season to be over. <laughs> Where will we rank this season in our... This season? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> the one. The bottom. Out of the one season we've been doing yeah. this, I rate it on top. No, it's still in second. Yeah. It's in second behind Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think, we obviously have mentioned it before, of how starting a podcast in the most boring season of everyone the races some of the races have been actually really really enjoyable to watch it's just there's yeah. nothing there's nothing yeah. to bite into afterwards yeah yeah there's that's okay no chicken soup for this whole that'll be all from us this week folks thanks for tuning in we'll be back next thursday with our review of the brazilian grand prix if you've enjoyed the podcast be sure to give us a follow on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen really helps us if you leave a review there and make sure to tell your friends and family to give us a listen we're also on instagram at did you watch the race all one word and while you're there be sure to check out coley illustrations who do all our lovely artwork so thanks for listening i've been colin i've been jason i've been Gemma, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. what uh, there was a new york times or washington post competition where people could like submit words that they they were aware of but they wanted to give them different meanings instead and one of the submissions was lymph and their suggestion was uh, to walk with the lisp <laughs>
very good. 